It's graduation season. Congratulations to the class of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, the class of 2022. Faculty, administrators, staff, please rise and salute the graduating class of 2022. Congratulations! Each year, it seems that college students are stepping into an even more competitive job market than the year before. But this year, graduates... You can take a deep breath. A recent survey from the National Association of Colleges and Employers found that employers plan to hire almost a third more college graduates this year than they hired from the year before. With us now to discuss the job prospects for the class of 2022 is Professor Bob Bruno, Director of the Labor Education Program at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. Welcome back, Professor Bruno. Thank you, Sasha. It's always nice to be on your program. Also joining us is Jaime Velasquez, Associate Director for Employer Relations at the University of Illinois, Chicago. Good to have you, Jaime. Uh, good, uh, good speaking with you, Sasha. Good to be here this morning. Professor Bruno, when this pandemic began back in 2020, the economy almost completely shut down and the unemployment rate jumped to 14.8%. So tell us, how did we go from that reality to this current hiring frenzy? Uh, yeah, it's a starkly different picture. All of the uh, projections were that the uh, that from 2020 that the next graduate class was uh, really going to be uh, suffering from a rather uh, cold and, and suppressed labor market with little early career opportunities. Uh, and remarkably, uh, it's it's just the opposite. It's an incredibly hot market, and and I think it's really a product of an, an exceptional set of conditions. The entire economy closed all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly haven't seen that um, at least since the the Great Depression, and 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 it, so that was unprecedented. And then when it opened, it all opened at the same time, so that you know we weren't talking sectors that had gone through recession, but the entire economy went through a recession, and then it all opened up. And then when it opened, employers uh, very quickly went from zero to 100, uh, and were desperate uh, to get back into the business of providing goods and services. And that just created a really terrific market for people with an education uh, to pick and choose, uh, because they really do have multiple opportunities now in ways that were never, ever uh, projected. Yeah. Something else we hadn't seen, Professor, a lot of employers, they found that they could go virtual, first of all, and mm-hmm. and not lose the quality of work. Like in some cases, the quality of work actually improved. Is that a contributing factor too? Well, you know, yes. In and there's you know there's still debate, and some employers would prefer uh, having people on site, uh, you know, brick and mortars uh, relationships. Um, uh, others have found, as as you note, that boy, productivity productivity hasn't gone down at all. In fact, work life balance. Uh, ha- is much better, and that leads to more satisfied workers, and therefore productivity goes up. But, uh, but frankly, anything really which allows uh, workers uh, to do the kind of work they want to do and balance it with their uh, with their home and personal life uh, simply creates just greater opportunities to have a good fit between the employer and the employee. And we've discovered that we've almost just sort of backed into it. And clearly that's contributing to workers being able to say, yeah, yeah, I I like that work. And if I don't have to move and I don't have to completely uh, uh, change my my, my life and and my lifestyle, uh, then that's a choice I'm uh, going to make. Yeah. 
Jaime, are you seeing this trend with the students that you've advised? Uh, yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, at UIC, we hosted over 12 major fairs this year, attended by over 600 employers. And that's just the major fairs, not the niche fairs. Every day we're being inundated either with emails or phone calls regarding positions. And at this point, uh, most students would still be looking for jobs. At this point, what we're seeing is many of our students have multiple offers. Uh, some better in certain sectors than others. Obviously, the healthcare industry is really hot. Engineering is really hot. Um, so our students are not having that difficult a time. That's not to say it's not competitive and they shouldn't be ready. So we do provide a lot of services to get them ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but last weekend, we graduated over 4,000 students, and we are done with the academic year. Yet tomorrow, I will be hosting a virtual job. Fair. As the professor said, and as you mentioned, virtual events have been great for us. I have 80 employers confirmed for tomorrow, and the year's already out. Wow. They're, they're, they represent all sectors of the economy. And so, you know, those students that are still looking still have great opportunities to find jobs. So it's a great market for us, for well, our students at least. What specific skills would you say employers are looking for in their candidates right now, Jaime? Uh, the soft skills are still the most important. There are obvious areas that are in strong demand. For example, our nursing students have multiple offers. Our engineers have multiple offers. Um, so those are set skills. But the most important thing, communication, Research, analytical uh, skills are still the most important thing. So we tell our students, prepare yourself as much as you can. We offer many workshops on career readiness. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, what we're telling students is look for the opportunity that best fits you. Research employers as much as you can and be sure that uh, they're a fit for you as much as you're going to be for them and know how to market those skills and market the relevant skills. So we, we do offer a lot of services and uh, hopefully our students are listening to us. We feel that many of our students are. And, and in your experience working with the students, Jaime, what would you say is unique about this class of 2022 in terms of their priorities when they're looking for a job? I think many of them are looking for that career satisfaction, not just the job, right, career long term. Uh, where do they best fit in? What's going to be best for them long term? And so we know that a lot of them are asking questions of employers. As a matter of fact, we've hosted a series of information sessions virtual um, at UIC, and our attendance has been up uh, with employer sessions. And what we're seeing is they're not afraid to ask questions about the job, about the position, and employers are also as uh, as anxious to share their experience, their day-to-day experience, what they can experience on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing that it goes both ways, but it's really nice that students are really asking questions, graduates, and to see and look for the rest, the, the best job for them, the best fit. And uh, Professor Bruno, despite this booming job market that we're discussing right now, overall employment is still down 3.6 million jobs from before COVID-19. Help us understand yeah. why, why the high demand for, for entry-level jobs specifically. Yeah, well, in, in part because uh, we're opening up um, and, uh, and there's a lot of pent-up uh, consumer demand and employers have put off uh, uh, growing uh, their workforces, uh, taking on various expansions over the last couple of years, and, and now they're, they're more optimistic about that, really seeing a market. Uh, so the demand is, you know, quite the, 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 the demand is really outstripping uh, at the moment the supply, and in, and in part that's because uh, just as Tammy um, uh, has, has mentioned, there is uh, you know, workers are being more discerning 
uh, and workers with college educations and with the appropriate skills uh, are uh, picking and choosing. And again, from one industry to the next, you have a bit more uh, leverage. Uh, but there is that selection and that discernment process uh, so so that it, it isn't a, a, the traditional case where uh, the, the employer uh, has most of the power in selecting the worker. But, uh, but we've rebalanced that, and workers now are selecting employers. They're choosing employers. And yeah. the great work that you just heard about at UIC is really helping those workers use that great education they got at the university to find the right fit. So they're part, they're now more equal partners in the selection process, and they're taking their time, which means we're not going to fill all those spots right away. Right. And, and quite frankly, not every employer is really raising their game, raising their working conditions, uh, raising the quality of their work to satisfy these incoming uh, 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 the graduates and and those that don't and stay on the sideline will really risk not filling those positions. Well, Professor, tell us this: How can that impact wage negotiation? Well, whenever whenever you've got a tight uh, labor market, uh, uh, workers are going to have more. Uh, they're going to have more power. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to see uh, certainly uh, uh, wages go up when we have have seen that. And frankly, you know, they haven't gone up for four decades. <laughs> I mean, they've been pretty flat. Now, certainly better for, for college graduates, but lots, of co- but lots of college graduates were working in professions uh, that they hadn't been educated in, or they had to accept a lower pay, except for some you know, exceptional folks uh, in certain degree fields, perhaps like in- engineering. Uh, but now they really do have more leverage. They do have more market power, and they've got employers competing for them. So you're going to have to pay more. And that and that's appropriate, given the investment that these kids and their families have put in to four years of a college education or, or an, an advanced degree. Yeah. It's just leveling things off. That's a good point. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are speaking with Professor Bob Bruno, Director of the Labor Education Program at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. Also with us is Jaime Velasquez, Associate Director for Employer Relations at the University of Illinois, Chicago. We're discussing what's driving this recent hiring surge of college graduates. Jaime, what are some potential drawbacks, you think, to these grads just kind of being thrown right into the deep end of their new industry? Um, well, I think for many of them, it's just the the angst of going out into the workforce and not knowing what to expect. Like, are they ready? Like, are they ready is my question. Well, at UIC, we like to think they are because what we know is that a majority of our students have work experience before they go out into the workforce. And I think that's also an attraction for many employers recruiting who recruit at UIC. Um, I, I don't have a number, but I'd say 70 to 80 percent of our students have at least a part-time job. And that's something that employers uh, really value. So they already have transferable skills that they can bring with them. Uh, I think what's more important, as I mentioned earlier, is that, yes, uh, they do their homework. They they fit in there as well. But another thing that was mentioned, too, uh, is the salary negotiation. Uh, Yes, we are seeing that. But more importantly, what they can also talk about and in some cases negotiate is benefits. And that's where the whole virtual thing comes in. We're seeing more and more employers offer a hybrid of in-person and virtual work. And I recently spoke to some government agencies who were transitioning to completely remote. And that's another industry that uh, many people don't often think about. The reason there's also such a need is that we have many uh, people, baby boomers, who worked in the government, federal government, Mm -hmm. who are now retiring. 
And so at UIC, for example, in conjunction with the Government College Relations Council, we hosted two government job fairs with over 120 employers attended by several thousand students online, of course. And that's because government is doing a tremendous amount of hiring. And right now, in just about every single agency from the GSA, Social Security, and then, of course, FBI, all of them. Yeah. So that's a big sector. Jaime, how important then, you know, your mention of the job fairs has me thinking, how how important then is is career coaching right now and, and internships? Incredibly important because we we do see some of our students who don't always come into the office who really need to prepare themselves. And that means having a great resume, not just a good resume. Too, too often people will Google something online. They'll use a template, not always the best in terms of marketing themselves. So we try and do what we can at UIC. I know that our sister campus Urbana also does as well, uh, because it's important that you tailor your resume to each position, to each employer with the most relevant information. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also means that you also need to tailor your cover letter. Many people don't even know what a cover letter is. And then take all of that and incorporate that into your interview because the interview is also the next step in the process. So it is it is a whole process. And yeah. all of this hopefully will lead up uh, to a good position. Professor, do you expect that this trend will continue or, or can we expect the market to cool down in the coming months? Uh, no, I, I expect it. Uh, certainly uh, to, to continue. Um, I, I don't think you're going to see uh, a, a cooling off anytime uh, soon. Uh, and um, if I could, I, I really appreciate it, uh, Jaime, mentioning the hiring that's happening in the public sector. Uh, it, we often think of private employers as being more nimble, being more flexible, being able to sort of pivot to what the market demand is and adjust. But uh, as Jaime noted, uh, there is a lot of hiring that's going on in the public sector uh, and, and a lot more work being done remotely. And in the public sector, re, uh, more than double uh, the number of workers in the public sector than in the private sector have reported that they can work remotely. So there's actually greater, um, if you will, entrepreneurialism and flexibility uh, around the work relationship happening in the uh, public sector, uh, almost double the rate that's in the private sector. So given that, that the private sector is going to have to compete for the, uh, for these workers with the public sector, I, I think you're going to see this hot market continue, yeah. um, uh, certainly uh, for, for many more months. And, and to be clear, Professor, the, the job market is doing well for those who have a college degree. What about those that don't? Well, actually, it, it's certainly better for uh, everyone, um, but there's always been a uh, significant premium uh, for, uh, uh, for 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 people who can get uh, a, a college education, and that premium uh, continues to hold. Uh, it, it, it it holds over time, uh, and it holds across uh, really all uh, sectors. But but even workers with just a high school degree uh, find that they're able. Uh, to get back into the job market, and they're finding that their earnings are better in that job market, and many of them can make choices, and they can make choices between uh, what might what might have been considered in the past just a low-wage service sector job uh, with perhaps a better-paying uh, service sector job. Yeah. It doesn't make you rich, but there's a considerable difference in that hourly pay and the quality of the work, um, and you can make other choices a little bit higher up the, if you will, the the, the job ladder. But, yeah. but yes, there's a distinct 
uh, benefits to people with a college education. As we wrap here, Jaime, I wonder if you have some more advice for for soon-to-be college grads. You you mentioned a moment ago that that students may not just want to grab a random template for a resume online. Any other mistakes that you think they should try to avoid? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake is they, they don't research employers, and so they don't know about the company culture. They don't know the expectations of the position. So the single most important thing is to research. And a, a bit of advice would be to reach out to your career advisor. Uh, every college or university has a career services office. There's a lot of services for alumni as well. Uh, I know one of the best sources, too, is through LinkedIn. Uh, people can connect with other alumni on, on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. We all know that networking is certainly a, a great way and a great resource for connecting and learning about opportunities. So we strongly encourage that with students. But I would say reach out to your career services office and ask questions. That's what we're all here for. Um, great networking opportunities out there, and just people need to take advantage of the resources that they have. Jaime Velasquez is the Associate Director for Employer Relations at the University of Illinois, Chicago. And Bob Bruno is a professor and director of the Labor Education Program at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. Thank you both. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.